Welcome to Pull the Pin Radio, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions of the world we live in. Can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. Let's pull the pin. And I'm glad you made it through that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Outstanding. Been so a lot going again. on, huh? Yeah, well, here we are again. We're, uh, yeah. yeah. That's it. You got somebody in the queue waiting? <laughs> what queue are you talking about? Yeah, you got a backstage waiting room in the queue. Oh, you are the queue. Oh, I am the queue? You are the queue. Action. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and go. Yeah, exactly. So, so, what do we have? I, you know, there's a lot going on, but is any of it really standing out to you? No, no, and I think I've been consumed with work lately, and um, I've been staying off the uh, internet when it wasn't work-related, and uh, I've been definitely staying out of the news. Well, I can tell you one of the things I got, I saw a, um, I don't know, maybe it's a, it's a Facebook meme post, whatever, I don't know what they call them, but it's been going around, you know, about Biden's first four months in. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? No. Uh, it says it talks about how in the first four months now it's only been four months and Israel's on fire in the Middle East. Uh, so the U.S. pipeline hacked. Prices of everything has skyrocketed. Russia's massive troops on the border of Ukraine. Ukraine's take uh, threatening to take Crimea back by force. China's threatening Taiwan and its neighbors, while also threatening our ships, our navies. North Korea's testing missiles again, restarting their nuclear weapons program. Iran has been emboldened and making more than their normal threats. Uh, the southern border humanitarian disaster um, administration promised transparency, but it's hiding and not letting the media have access. Ford's closing a plant, moving it to Mexico after just bringing it back from Mexico because the current administration's plan to increase taxes. It goes through this whole list of all the prices that increased, uh, and then it talks about the wall construction job loss, the pipeline job loss, 1.9 in trillion in stimulus funds administrated pet projects only paid a fraction of the people 29 trillion in debt with 4.8 trillion projected in 2021 deficit more than two trillion dollars stimulus proposed to, for the green deal and nine plus unemployment uh yeah so that's what they said in the first four months so i don't know do you believe it um yeah i mean a lot of that stuff is happening, right? I mean, I don't know. Some of it wasn't specific, but that yeah, stuff I mean, going on. It's, yeah, it's like uh, some of the stuff you mentioned. I'm like, okay, that's been going on for longer than four months. That's been going on for longer than four months and four years and four months. That's been going on for a while now. So it's not a lot of the stuff, except for this uh, pipeline hack. With yeah. The, you know, this, so uh, some of the yeah. gas prices in certain areas have uh got jacked up but other than that i'm like a lot of that stuff has been going on for years so it's still close to three dollars yeah but i think in comparison i think it was say like look at israel for example i mean in comparison weren't we like actually having a peace deal over there and everything was starting to come together and now all of a sudden boom it it just exploded again yeah it could have been uh but i probably one of the very few americans that really don't give a damn about israel Huh, yeah, that's you true. Know? Yeah, that's yeah true. because everyone everyone talks about Israel. I'm like, I don't get it. What's the big deal with Israel? I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I've been if you're saying considered... it for over a decade. 
if you're considering allies, I mean, obviously they're, they are an ally and they're in a place where they're kind of cornered off by the rest of the world who wants them dead. I mean, you know, but should we worry about that? I don't know. Yeah, I may so be no why different. They, why don't they just turn into a Saddam Hussein? You know, he was well, surrounded by people that didn't, he felt were his enemies as well. Sure. Was, so, yeah. So this is good. Then this is good because it's a good good uh, angle to look at too. So if you if you're not really sure why to support Israel, is there any validity in supporting anyone around Israel? For me, yeah. No. Just so yeah. No. I mean, so obviously, if, if we're talking about supporting people, people are picking sides, and we have actual people supporting uh, countries around Israel. Right. So if you're going to stay out of it, stay out of it. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Now, it might be some little deep threat, you know, matrix or whatever that is going to, yeah, money. something that people are going to say, well, we need to be allies with Israel. I'm not saying we don't need to be their ally, but, geez, do we have to get involved in everything just because we have an ally? You know, we right. have troops all over this globe. You know what I mean? So I'm like, why do we always... And Israel's the main spot where people keep saying, oh, and it's on both sides. That's our ally. That's our ally. And I'm like, I don't get it. You know what's interesting about that? Let's look at the dynamic of that. Like we talk about, you know, the, the word racism today and things like that. You know, when you overuse that, it becomes null and void when it actually happens. It's like the boy who cried wolf, whatever. And I think what we're talking about is the same thing, is we are... We're in an era right now where when America took a stance, people listened. But now we're taking like a stand on every freaking thing everywhere. It's getting to the point of like, oh, well, America's just buttoning in again. Oh, America's just buttoning in again. You know what I mean? I think we had a little bit of power like when, when you pissed off America. Like if you look at the old wars, right? Yeah. I think it was World War II was the last that we weren't getting involved. And then we, we got involved. <laughs> right, so, right. you know, it, so it was almost like when America gets involved, you know, you went too far. I mean, that was the concept to me, from what I understand. I wasn't living back then. But that seemed like we had a little more power, a little more authority, a little more respect because we weren't involved in everything. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of other things going like if you look at uh, this is going to sound bad, whatever. If you look at the ROE back then with the troops. When they went into a combat zone, the ROE was a lot different back then. Maybe that had well, something to do with that respect, that fear. Don't let them. You don't want to. You don't want to get it to the point where Americans are involved because this will happen. Now it's sure. like you, you go to war and it's damn near like a humanitarian mission. Yeah, don't shoot him until one of your guys gets killed. Right, yeah. I get it. Well, but that's see, that's a you know that I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that's a result of seeing what we do. I, I was talking about before we even went anywhere, it was like we didn't have to be involved in everything. But when when America supported Israel, everybody had to stop and listen because right. of what you're saying. So now we support Israel. We support whoever we support. It's just like oh, it's just America being America again. Like I think we've overplayed all of our moves way too much. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's like you know, people are getting to the point where they're saying, you know, you need to mind your business. Right. And, you know? and, and, and that's, that's outside of the country and people inside our country. It's like name something that's going on in Israel that's not going on in America. 
But you well, spend. I'm, I'm just no. That's not a, just. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't mean for you to like answer that. It's like <laughs> name something that's going on wherever we go that's not going on in America. And people will normally uh, resort to the old. Oh, you don't have killings and this. Well, there's some Americans that might disagree with that. Right. It's like just because you don't see it where you are, or in this part of the country where you live, doesn't mean it's not happening. So there's a lot of things that I truly feel we need to handle here in America first, be that true example. You know what I mean? And right. then we can branch out. But 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 you don't see that possible now. I mean, look at what's happening in this country. I mean, I hate to talk to the media again, but the media keeps putting the same stuff in your face and making everybody think it's happening every day, everywhere. Uh, people just make assumptions here. I mean, even even just down to the simple thing of, you know, the garbage state, I mean, a garden state in New Jersey, you know, I, I grew up there. I, I thought it was a pitiful place, but you can go down south and you can find farms and things you didn't even know existed because nobody sees them. You right. know, so everyone's perception might be different because they didn't experience it. True. So now we got the Internet. We got all the ways of communication. So everybody's getting to see more things. But the problem with that is they also get to see more of the things people want you to see. Yeah. And you so, have to get the, you know, people 15 minutes of fame. Everyone's shooting for that 15 minutes of fame that we talked about. Right. Right. And, so and they want to. Yeah. With that comes what? Sensationalism. With that mm -hmm. comes what? Spinning. With that comes what? Lying. With that comes what? Fake news. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you, you got to take the blessing and the curse at the same time. Right. Huh. Yeah, yeah and that's so it's like where do you go? Yeah, that's tough too because I mean, you know, you 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 enjoy the 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 free flow of news and information. Ah, it's just so bad. It's controlled the way it is. It's it's just terrible. Yeah, but no, it's just no. like going back to the point of uh, Israel. You know, when I was over, I was remember I was talking to a major and a lieutenant colonel different times in Afghanistan, and they're the ones who who really got me to start thinking about, oh, what's the big deal with Israel? What is it? I just don't get it. Well, you know? I can make I can make a guess. Maybe it's just a story, but I mean, Israel's supposed to be like, you know, the holy land where where a Christian nation are found on Christian principles, and that's supposed to be the history of you know. What I mean, so maybe there's some connection there through religion. You know, maybe that's the whole angle. I don't know. Honestly, Israel's yeah. always been that position since I've been alive. I right. don't know any different. So, you know, I don't know why. Uh, I know they've, they've been our allies for years. Whether that's true or not, I don't know any inside information that would contest that. Yeah, but when you really talk about Christian philosophy, or um, I'm like, really? With some of the things that's going on in this country that's not addressed? You, well, you sure. know what I mean? Sure, I don't know. sure. I, I, think, know, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think what helps that, though, that, that argument, Mike, you know, we're going to talk about something we're not supposed to talk about in, in the country anyway, right? Religion, right? Yeah. I think what helps that is the contrast over there. Like, mm. within this country, yeah, we have all kinds of melting pots. There's not a distinct contrast. It all kind of blends and, and mixes. Like, over there, you know, if you're outside Israel, they hate you. If you're inside, you know, you're being hated or there you hate them or whatever it's just it's just seems like a bigger contrast so it's easier for people to point a finger and identify that what you know it was talking about <clears throat> well it was it was brought to me like uh, i was talking about this like you cannot be in any any country outside of israel 
and own an Israel business. Like you oh. go to those countries, you can't own an Israel business. You can't build a what do they what do they call them in Israel? What do they build? A synagogue. Oh, okay. You can't build a synagogue. But in Israel, you can build a mosque. So mm. Israel is more open to the outside uh, uh, religions and things. But outside of Israel, it's not. So it's a very distinct difference. It's almost like a, a good versus evil. And, and it makes it easy to pick a side, whether you're on good or evil is your perception. But it, it's an easy distinction. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's easy for people to see where if you look in our country... You know, you might see it on a micro level, like, you know, this gang versus that gang or this city, that city. But as a country, I think we have a lot of everything. So, oh, yeah. Well, except now, I mean, white people are bad. So, um, well, you got a lot of bad people. Yeah. So, in this country. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you got a lot of bad people, no matter, no matter the demographic. But I will say in this country, Keeping it in that context, you do have a, a lot of everything. And it's, um, let's say, nationally is more accepted. You know, the differences are accepted. Right. But you still have those little pockets of our population who are like, hey, don't bring that over here. No matter what it is, no matter what it is, you still have that. You know, so are we perfect? No, but I would say we're close, closer to being perfect than other places. Right, we're definitely more open and more yeah. ex- inclusive, inclusive, you know, than than a lot of other countries. Yeah, and, that, and a lot of that, people will say that's part of the problem. You know, I've heard people say that before. You think so? Yeah, no. I, I've heard. No, I didn't say I believe that. I just I've heard people say that here in America. What do you I'm think? More, yeah, I know, right? But I'm more of the uh, open type. It's like, what's the problem with someone who believes this having this faith? They're down the street. Okay, you have yours on the opposite side of the street. What's, what's the big problem? You know, it's like a Kmart in the Walmart to me. Yeah, you know, you know what's what's interesting about that is, and I always use Jersey as, as an example. Like uh, in New Jersey, I tell you, I can you can name any race or ethnicity, and I'll tell you what city they live in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's they pretend they're like this big diverse place, but they're really not. And and some part of it, I don't I don't blame them. Like if people come from another country, you know, like even my family Hispanic and my family's from Peru. So Peruvian, my, my, my mother in law, she wanted Peruvian markets, you know, the bodega or whatever they call them, I don't know. She wanted to be around that Peruvian food, people, things like that. So I understand why they come together, <clears throat> which is good for, you know, Peruvian taste, but I'd love to see it all over, you know, where you can go to a food mart and you can, you know, a food place and you see all different kinds of food so that anybody can live anywhere and they don't have to seclude to their areas. But that's what ends up happening. Mm. Yeah. Like people always migrate towards one another. Sure. And there's a comfort in that. There's definitely yeah. comfort, safety in that. You know, yeah. I, I wish we can change that concept, but... Why? Why? Yeah. Well, I think there should be comfort in being, you know, amongst Americans. You know, broaden that. Yeah, I think... Um, there is when you're yeah, overseas, right? Yeah. yeah. More people have to be accepting of uh, differences, our differences. You know what I mean? For that to happen. Because I think a lot of people probably want to branch out and go to different places or, you know, migrate towards mm-hmm. different places. 
But a lot of people are like, nah, nah, because then they associate, you know, property value and all that crime and all that stuff. You know, there's a lot of things that they use as an excuse not to accept another person's or people being different. There's always a negative uh, stigma attached to it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. But that's just the way. That's the world that we live in, the country that we live in. Right. And what do you, I mean? I know. I don't know. We don't want to talk about the media, but um, that's I think part of the biggest problem. You know what I mean? If you actually walk around your own neighborhood, you probably see a lot more than you think is actually happening. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's, it's just. I t- yeah, I told you a story about, you know, a couple of police officers where I, I was, and they got called because, you know, two guys walking down the street, two kids, teenagers walking down the street, and uh, then they went back to those teenagers, they had their ID out, walking, they yeah, we knew we got called, you guys got called because of us, and they lived two houses down from the person who called the police officers. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't even know your own neighbors. Yeah. You know, and that's just... A, that's the country that we live in, man. I hate to say yeah. country because, like I said, it's just small pockets of the population who are, who are like that. So maybe we should divide the country again. I, I think it is divided. Yeah, but we should officially have borders. <laughs> what type of borders, though? We could do it by time zones. Times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's almost happening. It's kind of silly because people talk about the, uh, the uh, housing. Like yeah. there's a housing shortage. I just don't get that. Like, I don't understand what a housing shortage means. Like they're building houses all over. Yeah. So are people being born and looking for a house? Like the population doesn't change dramatically within, you know, a short period of time. So wherever there's a shortage, there must be a surplus somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know like where I am, the, the housing market is like booming, man. It's a seller's market. Yeah. You know, yeah, you have people damn near making twice as much. Yeah. They're doubling up on their uh, property value. So like, where are they where are they leaving from? There has to be houses available somewhere. Yeah. 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 And then it's like if you have a house that's I know one in particular, just just one, was four hundred K and they just sold it for six hundred. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, where the hell are they moving? They said it was hard to move. Yeah, because well, that, see, that's the problem. You you can yeah. cash out, but then as soon as you go to buy something, you put that money right back in something Exactly, else. exactly. Yeah. So it being a housing shortage, uh, that's the way I see it. You know, it's not enough housing being built to supply and demand. Yeah, I think it's the shortage in the places people want to live now. It's not a shortage really? overall. Yeah, there have to be empty houses somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll whether New that. York City's yeah. emptying out yeah. or, yeah. you know, these garbage state or whatever, yeah. there, there has to be a shortage. So, well, New Jersey's actually not, not a, uh, New Jersey actually has a shortage, too, because all the New Yorkers are buying New Jersey first mm. before they travel halfway down the, you know, the country. Because what they used to call them uh, is halfbacks. They go all the way down to Florida. They can't stand the heat, so they drive halfway back and settle somewhere there. Oh. So North Carolina, South Carolina, <laughs> yeah, somewhere yeah. around there, they yeah. halfbacks. So, but yeah, there has to be open houses somewhere. There has to be. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's probably not in places where people want to move to. So I need to find those places, unless it's like you know places they're leaving from, like New York. I'm not moving to New York. Yeah. 
you know, there's something else that's going on right now. There's a lot of businesses putting up signs saying, hey, short staff, you know, please be courteous to people, the staff who showed up to work, who wanted you know, to work. And I saw a funny meme. They said, we need to announce that there's a shortage of jobs so people can run out and grab them. You know, like with the toilet paper and the gas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how do you feel about that, though? About what? Well, if they stop paying people to be unemployed, they're paying people. You're making more money on unemployment. Yeah, so shouldn't that mean that the business should up their wages? No. It means you no? should stop paying people to be home and let them go okay. make a living. See, I see well, who's, pay- who's paying them? Who's paying who? See, unemployment, unemployment, this is a common misconception. Unemployment is an insurance. Okay. You pay for that. Right. So when you work and then you become unemployed, the money you made that you put into a kitty comes back to you. It may be added, supplemented. Yeah, Unemployment yeah, yeah. is not a charity. It's not a we pay for people to, to, to not work. Well, so when, when the government's yeah. using our tax dollars and supplementing unemployment so people don't work, I mean, what are you supposed to do? That's not money they're due. Yeah, but once again, everyone always talks about the marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're offering people jobs at $10 an hour, but they're making the equivalent of 11 plus an hour by sitting at home on unemployment, that as you just uh, spoke about, they, they paid into somewhat, right? So I'm like, okay, where's the incentive to for the people to get off their ass? Where is I, it? You so know, why don't I, I you just say, okay, we'll pay... $13 an hour or $15 an hour for these jobs now. Well, maybe they can't. Why not? I mean, that's the whole reason they didn't want all the, the, the wage. Because there's there's expenses involved in that. If you take one of these, these businesses... Now, the big box companies could probably do that. They've been doing it for years. But instead, what do they do? They put in all electronic cash registers and hire the whole, or fire the whole staff up front. So those could do it, but mom and pops can't always insure or pay those those prices. Especially well, right now, they're not making any money. Right. So, if they, well, if they're not making money, how are they still in business? That's the thing. They're they're going out of business because nobody's coming in to help them work. Yeah. Okay. So they're going out of business because they don't have workers. Well, that's what I'm saying. So let's say I hire you. Let's say I pay my employees ten dollars an hour. Right. Four, I need four people to run my business so that we can make enough money to pay four people to, to be hired. Right. Okay. Now, granted, there's going to be profit. If there's no profit, why are you running a business, right? Because you got to feed your family too. So exactly. let's just say, let's just say you're making just what an employee makes. So now you got people not coming to work. You got two people at work. You got two people doing a four-person job. They're not obviously going to get the same productivity. So you bring two other people in at $13 an hour while these two are getting 10 or you raise them all. Now you've got to double your productivity to make up for that, what, three times four is what, extra 12 bucks an hour you're paying people. Yeah, but I think it's a good time to do it when the, when the uh, states are opening back up. People are just itching to get the hell out of their houses. Not badly enough because they'd rather be at home and get paid unemployment. Yeah, but they're still spending that money. It's not sure. like people bank accounts are getting... They're just stacking here because they still got to pay rent, mortgage, or whatever. Sure. And where so they spend the I, money. I just, I just think there's a balance. There's a balance. So if you're not willing to up the wages for the employee to try to get that those employees back into your establishment, that means you're not willing to cut down on your profit. 
so your business can still go. Yeah, I want you know I want to agree with that. I, I do want to agree with that. I know a guy. I'm mean, actually you, we could have brought Tim on for this conversation because mm-hmm. Tim's in this exact scenario. He has employees to pay, and if he don't make money, he don't take home money. He still has to pay his employees. He still has to pay the benefits, insurance, and all that tax stuff that, that he has to pay. He still has to pay all that. Right. So, and he has a fixed number of employees, and the productivity has to be there. So, if all his employees want to raise, and he doesn't up his uh, sales, then he just makes less money. He's not. He's not in a place of profit. I don't think he's not. He's not in a place where he's ready to retire because he's making all this money. He's really struggling to keep the business open. I, I got it. I got it. But I guess it's because of the business that I'm in. I've seen them just say, hey, we just have to do more with less. Sure. And that's you what's what happening. I mean? Yeah. And that's what's actually happening to our workers to begin with. I don't know if you remember this. It happened a couple of years ago when they started cutting people. They started looking for, you know, a guy who can do graphic designs and web designs. Like you had to right. be multitasking. Right. right. And they started hiring those people and they started giving them more jobs with the same pay. Right. And eventually that's going to collapse too because people are going to be like, wait, I'm worth more than this because, you know, just the web designer makes this much money. You want me to do both? Right. So, yeah. So it's because like when- if you have a contract and you hire auto mechanics, back in the day you can hire specific mechanics for Ford, Mercedes, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's like, Hey, you're an auto mechanic, right? You can figure it out. You can, <laughs> right? You know, no, nah, we're not going to just stole. And everything. guess what? And guess what? You get to work on this computer because you have to be computer literate as well. Yes, yes. So, so then, what do you do? Do you pay those guys more, or do you pay less and bring on, you know, more people? No, I you, mean, like you don't even change their wage. You just say, hey, you you can bounce back and forth now. I know you're a Ford guy, but. The computer's going to basically do it. I'm just, I'm not saying that they don't do anything, but the computer's basically going to do everything for you. Right. You know what I mean? Not, oh, yo, 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 yo. And I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The computer, the computer's basically going to do all the work for you. So it's like, you know, that's, that's just the mentality of the, uh, the upper echelon there. You know? So you think, you think, employers right now should be paying more to get people above the the yeah. unemployment. Yeah, you need workers, right? Yeah, I think that's tough though. You know why I think that's tough is because we're paying people to be unemployed with tax dollars. And we always to have force the competition though. Well, not really. I tell you unemployment's an insurance. Unemployment is not uh well, what's the other no, no, welfare. No, no, okay, okay. Let me say this. I agree with you 100%, right? It is an insurance. And I I truly believe that the uh, we're, we're definitely on a downhill slope with the COVID restrictions and shutting down. So now there should be a time limit on unemployment. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's I've always my, felt that way. My point is, is, is now they're paying with our tax dollars people who aren't working. And you're looking for incentive. I'll give you an incentive. Stop paying them. They will go back to work. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now, they just say, hey, three months from now, uh, whatever, you know, and then three months after that, you guys are going to come off. People in Jim's group, three months from now, people in Mike's group, three months after that, that's it. You're done. Yeah. And that's you what know? it used to be. Have you, have you ever had to collect unemployment? Yeah, 
Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I have. No, but no, no, I'm being serious. No, because yeah. I could have got out. I could have went out there and got a job. I well, I did. I I had to Damn. collect unemployment, and it ran out. It's that's just that you, simple. They they pay you for a certain time and you runs out. And you yeah. gotta meet this criteria, you gotta be looking for a job, you gotta do this stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you have to show that you are actively yeah. seeking employment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think those maybe those days are still here, but because of COVID, yeah. they've been they're more lenient. But I think we need to get back to some sense of normalcy. So even after it's it's kinda like this is my belief on unemployment, man. If I come to you and say, Hey, I don't have employment. Okay, unemployment insurance kicks in, right? No problem. Hey, the max you're going to get is six months. Mm -hmm. By the way, we have these jobs right here based off your your profile that you created. You got it. And then say, hey, hey, pick one. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, Jimbo Tron Electronics. I have this electronic technician here who can who's qualified, we believe is qualified, why don't you hire him? And by the way, why don't you do OJT on the job training? Right. And they give the business a little stipend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, they do that. There are some programs yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, they should keep that going. So you that's that, that way, to me, you're investing in the uh, citizens and your people. Right. right. You're taking care of them. You're giving them jobs and not these little $10 an hour jobs. No, nah, I'm not talking about that. You know right. what I mean? So it's it's a job where the pay is comparable to uh, the cost of living, whatever that may be, and it's different in uh, parts of the country. So that's why I say it's to me the government does not invest in the citizens, and I've yeah. seen governments in different c- countries they do that. They do that, you know, and you're always going to have these people who take advantage of the system, yeah. but, you know, they have these loopholes where they could take advantage. You're always going to have them, you know, and let's not focus on them. Focus on the ones that we can invest in and make a better country, you know, a better right. workforce, if you will. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of the whole raising the minimum wage stuff. I'm just not because I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. I might even talk about this going through McDonald's. Well, first of all, um, we could do away with fast food and I would, wouldn't shed a tear, but uh Going through McDonald's like three of the four times I had to stop, go back in there because they screwed up my order. And I'm just like, what? You, you want 15 bucks an hour? You can't even get a simple order right? And it's it, it just, yeah, to me that makes no sense. I mean, maybe a couple like, company like McDonald's could afford it. But I just can't imagine like a smaller company, a smaller business. I just can't imagine that. Yeah, but I'm not seeing that from... Maybe it's, I'm, hey, I don't see everything, but the two or three that I've seen, nah, they were high, not high end, but they were like franchises. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were franchises and I'm like, give them more money. You get more people to come. You might even get some smart people. I'm not, not saying that they're all dumb, but you get what I'm saying. A different, <laughs> a different level of, uh, um, maturity a different level of intelligence come to work for you but you know what's interesting and i'm gonna tell you this is what i've I've observed my experience around here what's interesting the places that that seem to be thriving and have the most staff are the places that hire children 16 and over they're going to work Mm. so i mean and they're not making 15 dollars now i mean well some of them like i think um 
what is the place? Chick Fil A. I think Chick Fil A is pretty pretty notorious for hiring or pay, giving good benefits and pay. I don't know how much it is for sixteen year olds, but right. I don't I like mean, talking about Chick Fil A. Why? Dude, they're just too nice. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. They they they're 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 but they're they're doing good, and they've got always seem to have good staff, a lot of staff, and there a lot of younger kids working there. Okay, so. Why, so... <laughs> Does that support what I was saying? Well, it supports it in the sense of, of the fact that these kids are just entering the workforce. They're not tainted. They're not, you know, they're actually thinking, oh, I'm going to buy my first car from I'm 17, 18 years old. You know, you got people who have been like, oh, I've been working for 13 years. I ain't gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. You mean I can sit at home and not work? Like, you know, most people want to move up in the scale of things, you know? So if yeah. I lost my job... Um, I'd be looking to move up at that opportunity right there. I wouldn't be looking to come and stay home and, and, and reverse everything I just did and have to go somewhere and start all over again. So I don't know. I, I just don't have that mentality to sit at home and collect unemployment. That's why I told you that I I did collect it, but did I have to? No. Yeah. No. No, well, true. And that's well, why and it, it didn't last long, you know? Yeah, and in all fairness, I, I did after my wife had passed, so I wasn't really in a working state. So it wasn't like I... Right wanted to jump back into work so i yep. just you know I, I used the insurance for what it was designed for and i i used it up and that was it so yeah i know a lot of people well, i ain't say a lot but I, I know some people who were milking it that this is before covid of course but i know people who are milking that unemployment man and i'm like wow okay well you know i have to tell you too because i, I witnessed this in, in down in south jersey there's this group of uh surfers okay and this is the routine they have they come to, to South Jersey, right? And they work all summer, right? For the part-time, they have the hours down to the number. How many hours they have to work, required to work, before they collect unemployment. They work those hours, they take a plane ticket, and then they go surf in Hawaii for the rest of the year. That's what they did every year. Yeah, I know people who were working throughout the year, and as soon as they made a certain amount, they stopped working so they could get that earned income credit. Mm. When I heard that, I was like, wow, you have to be, never mind. You, you know what I mean? I was sure. like, damn, man. But at it, some, it some that serious. But at some point, I understand that because I don't want to jump completely off topic. But I remember when, when I used to get health care, I can go to any hospital, anything, and the VA would pay for it. The day I retired... I paid for my health insurance. Now, it wasn't a whole ton of, you know, it wasn't as expensive as, as it, because obviously you're getting mostly VA health care. But, and your options are less. I paid, though. I was like, I remember like, well, I could walk in and get my health care taken care of, and now I got to pay? Like, mm. so the, what, what was the benefit of retiring? Right, right. You know, you're giving me more money, and then you're taking more back for the health care. Like, right. It yeah. was just... Yeah, it didn't make sense, so I get it. So maybe there's more of a problem in the system there with the unemployment insurance or something. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, we're in a mess right now, and we need to get people back to work. We need to get business back open because of COVID restrictions being lifted, right? Yeah. So what yeah. have you experienced with that, Mike? Um, no mass. Everywhere? No, it's like some businesses, they still require it. Right. And I love that. 
I love yeah. that, man. It's like a business that no, you have to wear a mask. And then you have the option to go in there. And if you do, wear a mask. Yeah. If you want yeah, to take I... your business elsewhere. And to me, that's how that's what America's all about. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I, I support it. In fact, it's happened probably two or three times where I was the only one in there with a mask going, Oh, we don't have to wear these? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? I've, done, I've done that, yeah. It's like, all right. You know, even people say, hey, you don't need that anymore, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I just brought it just in case, you know. And you never know when the virus is going to yeah. pop up. Yeah. Some businesses are saying, hey, we're still going to mask up, but the customers yeah. don't have to, which is pretty cool. And, yeah, and, and I'm all for that. Like I said, yeah. that's the way it should have been in the beginning. Yep. Nobody telling me what I got to do. But I'd have to tell you, man, in all fairness, uh, there's some people, though, that I lose faith in some of these people, the humanity of it, because I still, I, maybe you could explain it to me, because I'm not, I'm not that smart. But um, let's just say I got my vaccine, right? And I'm wearing a mask. Why am I worried about being around you, whether you're wearing a mask or vac- had your vaccine or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've experienced this firsthand. Like, literally, like... I have my vaccine, I'm wearing a mask, but I can't go near you because you haven't had your vaccine or you're not wearing a mask. Right. So at what point does the vaccine not work and the mask not work? Because that's what you're telling everybody. Yeah. If you're you're wearing a a mask and you've been vaccinated, both of those are supposed to help you protect you from COVID. Now, it may not be invincible, but it's a way better than not wearing it and not being vaccinated, right? Mm-hmm. So what are you worried about? Right. And I'm seeing it. And that just shows me right there the mentality of people. This isn't even about science. It's not about the mask. It's not even about the virus. It's about a bunch of scared people that just, I, I guess, rationalize. They rationalize with themselves. Yeah. So, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. And you I, know haven't makes seen them. I haven't seen them, but I'm sure they're out there. And it makes it worse is I'm not I'm not naming any names, but you know, these are some people that I know that are teaching me about living in a world of scarcity. Mm. Oh yeah? That seemed like a scarcity attitude to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. <sighs> That's but, funny. That's funny. But hey, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah. do, man? Just play the game, right? Yeah, that's it. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. It. So, yeah. All right, man. What else you got? I don't know. I got a. I don't know. COVID was a, a big thing. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know how you felt about it, but it seems I'm like people. Glad, I'm glad we're opening everything back up, though. That's, yeah, that's my it, position on it. It still feels. It still feels abnormal when people are feeling abnormal about not wearing a mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I had a conversation with a guy today who's always one of the ones that wore a mask every time we go to these meetings, even when mm-hmm. people didn't wear them. You know, he's like always wearing one. And he made that comment. And I was like, it's like, you know, I remember seeing, like, you know, when I work at the airport, I go to the airport. And I remember seeing, like, a lot of Asian countries because they have pollution problems, things like that. Yeah. It was common to see somebody from Asia wearing a mask. And you didn't think twice. You just looked at him like, okay, that's a little weird, but I get it. Yeah. Now it's like, if you're not if you're not wearing a mask, you were looked at weird, and now it's just a whole weird feeling of I'm not wearing a mask and people are not looking. It we just flipped everything. It's just insane. I don't know what yeah. to make of it. So we need a new nor- new normal. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we're living it. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna. I don't know, man. You're always gonna have those people out there who go to the extreme 
Hey, I'm not wearing a mask. You're wearing a mask. You must have something. Get away from me. So, so, but either way, um, let's, I don't want to bring too much politics in it, but let's, if the COVID doesn't flare up, then what do you attribute that to? Oh, you mean since we're opening back up? Yeah. If, if we open up and it doesn't flare back up and cases just go right back to the roof, what do you attribute that to? If it does flare up. Either or. Pick one. Oh. If it flares up, I say they lied. About what? <laughs> the vaccinations. You need to be vaccinated, vaccinated so to stop the spread. Right. Yeah. Okay. And if it doesn't flare up, then what? The vaccine worked and the masks worked? They're going to use that, yes. But what do you think? What do I think? That the mask were, it worked and the vaccination <laughs> worked, yeah. How do you spell coward? <laughs> All right. Mike James! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, so, I don't think so. What do you so, attribute anyway. it to? I, I'm just saying, look, I thought it was from the beginning. You know, the virus is going to take its course, period. And it's probably a good good chance right now that a lot of people have already had it. And it's just took its course. And if it's like the flu, it'll be back again anyway. All this mask hysteria stuff will be back right, right back with it. Um, because if the mask worked, then the vaccine wouldn't have been necessary. If the vaccine worked now, then the masks aren't necessary. So, and yet we still only have, we don't even have half the people vaccinated, right? No. No, not even half well, the people. That, well, it's been a couple of weeks since I've been really in the news, so I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I remember the complaining about certain number. We don't even have to get 50%. I thought it was like 30% or something we had mm. to get or oh, something like that. The herd immunity. I, like, I don't know. Right, I don't even right. know anymore what's true or what's not anyway. But I just I just want to see where the credit goes and and what happens and... I think it should go to the uh, president and the administration. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey. It happened on his watch, right. Yeah, that's it. You got to take the good, but you got to take the bad too, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can't just blame the bad on your predecessor, but the good, you're going to take it now, you know? No, no, no. Yeah. All right, do you want to pull the pin on on this one and then move into our, our closing segment? Which now we don't even really have a name for because you can just say anything you want. So, uh, pull the pin, POW person of the week. Um, wow, do I have anything I want to pull the pin on? No. I'm gonna yeah. keep it in line. I'm gonna keep it in line oh. that because I'll buy you time till you think of something. Um, <laughs> don't say it. I'm gonna no. I'm going to go right back to the masks. Oh, because... okay. I thought you were going to the bathroom. No, no, okay. no. no. I, I could go back to the bathroom, but um, I'm going to go to the masks again. Actually, I got to get back in the bathroom once because I got still got more. Um, but I'm going to go back to the masks. So now, at this point, that the the it's been lifted. Now, if I see you driving with your mask on, now are you are the biggest moron in the world now. Before, I thought you were just kind of dumb. 
Maybe if you forgot to take it off, I get that. I'll give you slack on that. I've done that. I've come out and got in the car and then didn't realize I had the muzzle on. But if you are intentionally putting that on, and I know I'll give a pass to public transportation because now some of those people are still mandated to wear it. Yeah. I'm saying if you are a private citizen in your vehicle where you have full control over and you didn't let the virus sneak in the door or climb through a crack or come through your vent system and you're still wearing a mask now, um, please just turn in your driver's license. I mean, just go on unemployment, stay at home, plant flowers, do us all a favor because you're probably going to be a danger to society anyway. That's it. Boom, pulling the pin. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them this past weekend, and uh, we laugh first and foremost. And the reason why I laugh is, yep, I've done it. And I I was one of those who just forgot, just got used to wearing it, got in the car, and then get down the street like, what the hell? And then I take it off. You know what yeah. I mean? I cut so them some I, slack, I just always, right? Yeah, I, I just say, oh, maybe they just forgot. And, and it was one, we're sitting there looking at him and smiling, and uh, he didn't look at us, but then he, you could see that he just realized, he's like, mm, and he took it off. So I just I just laugh about it. All man. right, I'll, I'll give yeah. him the benefit of doubt for you, Mike, that, that they're all wearing it because they forgot to take it off. Yeah. But it, you know who you are if you're not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you something. Have you ever wondered why cities – don't do what these water companies are doing. Those water companies, companies who sell bottled water. I've what always are, wondered that. What are they not doing? Whatever. Why is the water coming out the faucet, the tap, not as clean as bottled water? Oh, oh. So let me tell you about that. Have you okay, ever been please. to a water facility? No. Yeah. Well, yes, but like to get to know like the inner workings of it, no. Yeah, well, first of all, the one I, I visited was like that, very thorough. Uh, the problem is they have a distribution system to get through after it's processed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just they don't put it in a bottle and bring it to your house and then pour it into your toilet or whatever. So there's a distribution right. system that could be contaminated. And two, I think you should look into some of those bottled water companies, and you'll find out they get it out of, off the tap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't think they are doing anything different. <laughs> they just put it in a nice clear bottle with a nice label on it. And these sheep will buy it. Look, yeah. it's better for you. Yeah. It's safer. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's weird how people say, oh, no, I'm not drinking. I don't take drink tap water, but they'll drink bottled water. And the funny thing about that is they don't even know, like you said, they didn't even do the research on that company. Right. So that water is probably worse than the tap water, but because it's – you purchase it which you do anyway from the city but any <laughs> yeah but being that you purchase paid extra money for this it has to be healthier and better for you that was my pull to pin nice yeah. yeah i i get mine through the fridge through the filter in the fridge yeah and that's how i do mine yeah we have this reverse osmosis thing oh, that's that nice yeah came with the uh house i was like well okay yeah, that's nice. I was going to get one of those, but they said it wasn't worth it. So oh, yeah? I don't know why. Wow. I don't remember why, but uh, either way, that's a good one. Yeah. And bottled waters for when you travel or emergencies. Yeah. Empty bottles for never mind. Uh, that is all the time we have for this episode. <laughs> we hope you had fun. We hope you come back. If you are a veteran, get on the show. Go to pulledapinnerready.com and connect with us. 
If you are not and you do things for veterans, we will still have you on the show and talk about what you do for veterans. So you can still go to PullThePinAready.com and make sure you get down to that like and subscribe button. Uh, not necessarily on ScrewTube because we don't really care for them or I don't care for them. I'm not speaking for Mike. YouTube uh, is Rumble, the best. Rumble's where it's at. Subscribe, get involved, and until then, Godspeed. Pull the pin.